episode ready to go They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the horror show I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate Listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate It's the horror show Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Horror Show, show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other cult classics. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Hello, Joe. What's going on? Oh, nothing. I'm ready to start Cannibal Month. Yes, dude. Replacing Uh, Trovember, but uh, still Trovember at heart. (laughs) Uh, I'm not missing it. (laughs) I'm I'm okay with this cannibal month. (laughs) I mean, I think we had done our, our, I think, I mean, I don't know how much is left besides like distributed trauma movies, you know? Yeah. And I'm not, we're not going to touch those like early seventies or late seventies, uh, comedies. No, 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 no. (laughs) And and also not like Kabuki man six. Like I'm, I'm good. I think. (laughs) I would watch that. (laughs) I know, as I said it, I was like, you know what? We should probably do it. It's probably no more offensive than uh, Cannonball Run, which <laughs> we will be discussing in our bonus episode this week. Yeah, I, I have a lot to say, and it's actually hard to like hold back, because it's not a film. It's not, it's not a and, and uh, Fuck, I'll just say it now. Uh, apparently, I watched it five years ago, and I looked at my Letterboxd review, and my review five years ago was the exact same as I felt right now. Meaning I don't, I had fond memories of it both like 10 years ago and five years ago. And I completely forgot that I watched it. And uh, yeah, I I don't know why I ever had fond memories of this. Uh, They didn't have an editor. It's not, it's fucking wild. It's not not a movie. (laughs) Uh, We're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about Rob Zombie's Halloween, a movie we both rewatched this week. And uh, Saw X, another movie. On Patreon. Did we say that? Patreon. Patreon. Patreon.com slash I hate horror. Not this episode. No. But <laughs> even though we're doing it right now. Yes. Hey, you know what? You know what? I want to give a uh, a shout out, like like a real shout out this time to uh, John from The Pint, formerly Pint of Comics, okay. uh, Connecticut podcast. Uh, he just recently lo- lost his wife. Oh. And uh, John's like the nicest dude. So I just want to say, I know he listens to us and uh, he, he supports us. So uh, hang in there, man. You're, you're a good dude. Yeah. That's uh that's awful. Sorry to hear that. Um, well, I wish you saved that for after I, I had a thing well, I was going to say too. I was just going to say, you know, I, uh, I was going to shout out uh, all the nice ice nine kill fans who were being really good sports. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, there we go. That was the, I feel like that should have preceded that. <laughs> These poor Ice Nine Kill fans out there after my lambasting of the band. No, everyone, I uh, I thought you held back. I did I hold back. Were... I did hold back. Okay. But we got a lot of messages, uh, me particularly, because I was the one that was... I, everyone just knew my vibe. <laughs> and a lot of people being like, love Ice Nine Kills, but you're not wrong. <laughs> And uh, I appreciate them for saying that. So they were good sports. And uh, Halloween Resurrection Reception was very good. It was good. It was good. Thank you all. Yeah, that was was fun. Well, you know, we go from that to 
Cannibal Month, and we started off with Cannibal Apocalypse. How I AKA, found <laughs> AKA Apocalypse Damani, AKA Invasion of the Flesh Hunters, AKA Cannibal Massacre, AKA Cannibals in the City, AKA The Slaughterers, AKA Cannibals in the Street, AKA Cannibal Virus. Uh, you you had one other one, uh, Apocalypse Tomorrow. Oh, I didn't see that one. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> what a title. <laughs> that, this should, probably should Oh, wait, that. Apocalypse Tomorrow is the translation of Apocalypse Damani. Oh, so, okay. so, not really another one, but <laughs> that's a name. Uh, Dude, a classic, a classic Italian sequel to uh, Apocalypse Now. <laughs> <laughs> Apocalypse tomorrow. <laughs> These Italians, man, they gotta. We gotta bring back Italian cinema like this. You know, that's all I could think about with this. The overdubs are insane. Uh, it, it is a wild. It, it, they just know what they're doing. I mean, they don't know, and that they I don't. Think that's the beautiful part. Yeah. <laughs> They actually have they no idea know. how to make a movie. But they, I think what you're trying to say is they don't care what they're doing. Like, no, they, they no. have an end game and they're just going to do what they got to do to get there. <laughs> uh, this one, this one is wild. Um, John Saxon is the star of it. Um, <laughs> you have a few other Italian actors in here and Tony King, who was a football player, actually uh, he's in it. Uh, Tony King is the uh, fun fact. The head of security for Public Enemy. Is that true? That is very true. Yeah. I mean, he looks like a bad dude, man. Like I, yeah, he's I in, uh, fuck with him. He's in Shaft, Hell Up in Harlem. He's in. He's in The Godfather. Yeah, he's just an extra. But he he was uh he was good in this. I liked him. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. When he shows his teeth for some reason. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You'll notice a lot of these actors uh, from from Italian films. Uh, City of the Living Dead, House on the Edge of the Park, Cannibal Frocks, and and by a lot of them double dip. And by you'll notice them. You mean Paul? Paul's going to be the only one who's going to be like, <laughs> yeah. "How dare you disrespect Ramiro Oliveros?" <laughs> Doctor Phil Mendez. Yeah, Doctor Phil Mendez. Renzo yeah, another Mara, fact, John Romero, Mara. Romero, and uh, Giovanni Lombardo Radici. Died on the same day this year, uh, April 27th. So rough day for Cannibal Apocalypse. Actors. That's fucking weird. We live in a simulation. <laughs> um, Dude, imagine we live in a simulation and that's what that, that, that's what it chose to do. <laughs> no, it, it's those are just glitches in the simulation. Like they're, they're like, oh, we got to give a celebrity a death date. And then like we're so down on the rungs with Cannibal Apocalypse. They just like... <laughs> They all get the same day. <laughs> to celebrity. <laughs> Calling these guys celebs. <laughs> um, my favorite part of trivia about this movie, well, uh, released August 4th, 1980. Um, that's not my favorite bit of trivia. Uh, my favorite bit of trivia. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nuts. <laughs> if that was your favorite. <laughs> uh, John Saxon. Uh, the script? Yes, yes. yes. I right, think good. this is one good. of the funniest fucking things I've ever read, especially given his facial expressions throughout the course of this movie. 
they all make a lot more sense because I'm like, man, this dude is like, he's got some weird ass faces in this movie. Like he's grimacing all the time, but like he looks fucking miserable. And I, I actually originally commented like he's great in this role. Like he's kind of a scary dude. Now I realize he just didn't want to fucking be there and he hated filming every scene. And it's just his true reaction to being in the movie. Um, so he gets a script. It's obviously written in Italian. So they have this badly translated copy for him and they left out all of the gore, which is a decent amount. In. Um, and he thought it was going to be uh, this like a, using this virus that's contracted in Vietnam and you bring it home as like a metaphor for the psychological damage of the war. So like, he's like, that's kind of fucking brilliant. Like, I love that. Like, that's amazing. You go to Vietnam, you come back with a virus and you spread it around. Um, and then he's shooting the movie and then they pull out like these trays of fucking meat. And he's like, what the fuck is that for? And they're like, Oh, you're going to fucking eat. This. <laughs> you're you're going to fucking chow down on this and we're going to film it. And that's what not only was it me, there there was genitals on that on that tray that they brought him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh he was like you have to take me out of that scene and then he left the set and uh realized what the movie was actually about. <laughs> he got so depressed he contemplated just w- walking out of the production. <laughs> uh i love that story uh i i what i mean john saxon is amazing right we all love we all love the guy love john yeah rest in peace r.i.p did he have a height and when would his height have been goes down on a, a, a very young woman in this film okay i mean that was the most italian shit you could you could ever put in a movie that was fucking wild we'll, we will comment on that that was alarming uh when was his prime though <clears throat> old john was john's prime or was um, he just always the helping hand no i mean he's in enter the dragon and and black christmas so those were like back-to-back years yeah i guess that's it but i would say i'd say early 70s okay so John, I don't know, lighten up, man. Just shoot the fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. What year did this come out? 1980? Yes. Yes. Okay. 1980. Like, he started some bullshit after that. Oh yeah. Like, he's, I in, mean, he's in Blood Beach. He's in My Mom's a Werewolf. So it's like, yeah. Why is why are you so down on this one? Right. And then you do the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Oh, he's great in that. Yes. No, I no doubt. Beverly Hills Cop 3. Uh the, okay. the worst, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, he was in Oh, he was a Gunsmoke guy. Look at him. All right, anyway. So that's Cannibal Apocalypse. I don't have much <laughs> many other notes other than that on this one. What about you? No. It's um, cut and dry here. This is, <laughs> yeah. Director Antonio Margariti. I don't know how to say. It. Uh, he directed "You're the Hunter from the Future," which, if you were ever in a dorm room with me, Paul or Charles, chances are that movie was was on at some point. That rotor. Oh my god. <laughs> That's Our boy nuts. Reb, Reb Brown is in that. 
That movie is fucking insane. Oh, whoa. This guy's... This guy's movies. They're not good. No, they're amazing. Uh, (laughs) Mr. Hercules Against Karate. Dude, what a fucking title. (laughs) What year is that? Nine... What? Undated. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, but it, it it's listed like slightly before Cannibal Apocalypse. Okay. All right. We also did Devil of the Desert against the Son of Hercules. Fucking mouthful. This guy, <laughs> this guy couldn't name a fucking movie to save his life. <laughs> Co- codename Wild Geese. Come on. This is fucking seven deaths in the cat's eye. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> the young, the evil, and the savage. <laughs> Devil on the desert. This is fucking nuts. <laughs> All right. Well, it looks like we're doing him for uh serial <laughs> killer this year. Just what everybody wants. <laughs> um dude. Quentin Wild Geese kind of looks awesome. Um, Ernest Borgnine, Lee Van Cleef, and Klaus Kinski. Yeah. What the fuck did he pull Joe, that? This is the most... I mean, We've joked about Quentin Tarantino before on this show, like what he does with these unknown actors. Margaretti proudly mentioned that, it, that Cannibal Apocalypse was Quentin Tarantino's favorite among his films, not... <laughs> Favorites in general, but his favorite among his films. But in Tarantino's Inglorious Bath- Bastards, Eli Ross character Donnie uses Antonio Margaretti as an alias in an undercover operation. <laughs> Quinn Tarantino is such a fucking weirdo. <laughs> oh, and he uses one of Margaretti's movies for Rick Dalton in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He's shooting that Italian Western in Italy. He's coming home from it. Oh, no shit. And it's it's opera, Operation, Operation Dynamite. <laughs> this is fucking bizarre. Fucking insane. I fucking love Quentin, dude. Dude, it's so nuts. Like, the shit that he's obsessed with. Just pulling this guy. Naming fucking people in Hollywood movies after this fucking idiot. <laughs> Unfucking real. All right. Um, that's great. You're the you're the hunter from the future. Um, all right. So let's just uh let's hop into this one. So you chose this. Well, no, we can hop in. This Yo, is not yeah, yeah. in line with it. You you chose this. Um I think you said it last week why, but can you re- refresh my memory my memory why you chose this? I don't know why. I think I just searched cannibal movies and this one uh-huh. was this one was relatively highly rated. Not too. How do you high. feel about that now? Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, I hadn't thought about this. A movie show where we review movies. I hadn't thought about whether I liked it or not. Um, I'm going to say, okay. Uh, while you think of that, I actually think it might be a better uh, war movie than it is a cannibal movie. Well, yeah, I mean, I can understand Saxon being confused. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
it picks up at the end, like the cannibal stuff picks up at the end. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. I, I would I tell people to watch it though? I don't even know. <laughs> I think I would. I, I enjoyed it as like a movie. Yeah. But if you're looking for a crazy cannibal film, like a movie called Cannibal Apocalypse should be a you're little expecting bit more. From some crazy cannibal shit. Uh, I mean, there's some it's not. cannibal shit. Yeah. I don't know. But they don't even, like, so, you know what this movie did get me thinking about was, like, the term cannibal. And I was like, I guess they're, I guess they're cannibals, but, like, also cannibal isn't, like, really when you think about it, I, I guess when you think about a cannibal movie, you're expecting, like, craziness. And it doesn't necessarily have to be, right? Cannibals just eating just people eat, like a, a part of a person you're a cannibal. Right. <laughs> so it's kind of weird like it got me thinking about it where i was like oh yeah i guess like because at first i was with you i was like this is like not really a cannibal movie and i was like oh wait like it's not we're not talking about zombies here like we're talking about just people that eat people right but they are kind of like zombies because they, they bite you and you turn they that is true and also they like team up once they know that you're like if they know you're also a cannibal, they're like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, this guy. Let's yeah. hang out. This together. guy watched fucking Taxi Driver and like The Warriors and was like, I have to put this in my movie. Because at the end, because there's actual a, a gang fight. Gang fight. Between gang biker, fight. bikers and cannibals, which actually makes sense somehow because they're retaliating from the, for a murder that happened earlier in the film. That's true. But also doesn't make sense in the sense that the bikers spot a moving car and are like, that fucking idiot in the back seat, we're going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> how, how could you even spot that fucking guy? He just looks like every other guy uh, in the city. Um, so yeah, I guess, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed it, I guess. I enjoyed it enough. Yeah, I'd ending, say why. Ending was a little silly. The, the, the Italians just... My paisanos. They, they're the best. They're just the best. That ending is... They just, like... The fucking range a movie will go from, like, war to comedy to, like, romance and then, like, ending on this very bleak note, but then also just, like, showing a fucking hand in the fridge is... Like, <laughs> it's like you can you just couldn't wrap it up like just like they yeah, don't know it, the it's tone. it's all over the place mm -hmm. and it has the porno movie uh score throughout the entire thing a score that i'll talk about in this opening scene because it's like the most uh, ridiculous thing i've ever heard <laughs> i mean it's literally a porn score and and they're flame throwing a village <laughs> <laughs> it is insane it's fucking insane so we open up in uh vietnam and i was also thinking how many movies in like the late 70s early 80s opened up in vietnam like i want to know that number it's got to be fucking insane insane yeah uh john saxon born to play a hard ass uh is leading his troops in we see a stray dog show up to his team on patrol. Saxon yells, get away from it, asshole. <laughs> uh, then the dog and the young man that go to pet the dog fucking explode because the dog had an explosive in its collar. Uh, they aren't ambushed. They just get really mad about that and then just decide to fucking... <laughs> 
lay waste to everything in their sights. And as they do, they're just mowing down uh, the Vietnamese, flamethrowing their houses. It plays the funkiest fucking bass line you've ever heard in your fucking life. (laughs) They light an old woman on fire. (laughs) And that actress... Remains lit on fire and runs on the screen for like a good full minute. It's actually kind of impressive. Uh, Impressive and probably extremely dangerous. There's no way she escaped that unscathed. This guy? Yeah. Yeah. And it's the weirdest, like most lighthearted music for this scene, but that's, that's fine. Um, and uh, yeah, so they they're setting houses on fire. They're they're killing them. This woman gets lit on fire. She falls into a pit where there are two American men being held prisoners or POWs, uh, and they start ch- chomping on her titties and her arm. <laughs> Eat her boobs. <laughs> <laughs> and right here I had a note because you had texted me yesterday being like this is barely a cannibal movie and I was like man we got titty eating in the first five minutes like I don't know this seems like a cannibal movie to me but it all comes to it, <laughs> it, it a screeching halt yeah. in terms of cannibal in terms, in terms of cannibal in terms I don't of, think the movie dragged no no not at all actually the movie moves really well it's just the cannibalism is not there Saxton or Saxon, Saxon. I always want to say Saxon. Saxon, he shows up, sees the dudes in the pit, and is like, oh, shit, my friends. Opens it up, like, goes halfway in. He recognizes him from so far away. He's like, he's from my hometown. (laughs) (laughs) That was was so fucking funny. It's almost on the level as that. Dude, my buddy from my hometown. It's almost on the level as that dude from The Happening who's recognizing people jumping off a building. Dude, that's (laughs) great. Half, half hey, what's Eddie? Away. What's Eddie doing up there? <laughs> Mackenzie fell. Like, hey, guy, <laughs> come on. <laughs> uh, so Saxon recognizes him. He he reaches his arms in to try and help him out, but he freezes because they're fucking eating people. And he's like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" <laughs> and then they also bite his arm. Then he wakes up. It was a flashback. Um, Scar's still there, so we do know that this is real. Yeah. Uh, And the soundtrack is so bizarre. We have, like, cartoon music playing because he goes down to the fridge. He's like, oh, what a nightmare. Goes down to the fridge. I don't know why to get snack. And for some reason in his refrigerator, there's just 30 pounds of beef just sitting in the fridge unwrapped, just fucking pissing all over the place, just fucking leaking. I mean, it had to be what they were using on the set for like a hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. They had no other place to store it. So they had the double dip. They put the, it's dude, it's just raw sitting there with. I would be, the set stunk. Could you imagine opening that in your house and like sing, I, you know, you presume his wife did this because they they live alone. Fucking Tina just has fucking beef. <laughs> Unwrapped beef. Unwrapped beef just laying on it, just fucking leaking everything. Get out of the house. Take the fridge. Get the fuck out. 
the fuck out of here. Uh, so, uh, John Saxon plays Norman, but I'm going to call him Saxon the whole time. His wife, Jane. Uh, so anyway, Saxon is like having a hard time. He He's having these dreams. And I guess this has been a thing in the past for him. He takes medication yeah. for it. He's got like PTSD from the war. Right. So his wife, Jane, sees this dude, Phil, who's a doctor, um, who is like sort of seducing her, but is also concerned about Norman. So he like is legitimately concerned about Norman, but he drops probably my favorite line in the movie where he's like, oh God, he's having nightmares again. Like, uh, again, he's just actually concerned. And then out of nowhere, he's just like, I always said he should have married me instead. And then then continues, (laughs) and then continues like diagnosing what might be wrong and what they could do for him. (laughs) He says it not so nonchalantly too. Yeah. And then she's like, wait, what? And then he's like, Hey, uh, I'm going to hop in your car. Why don't we go for a ride? And she's like, Oh, okay. (laughs) He just gets in her fucking car. Uh, while that's happening, John Saxon's at home fucking around with the neighbor kid. When a very young woman, I would say high school is the intended age. Yeah. The actress herself was 20 when this movie came out, but I think it's implied that she's in high school. I mean, she's living with her aunt and is getting like punished for not putting away dishes and <laughs> so probably yeah. up after herself. And she's going to basketball practice. Yeah. You know, oh. Uh, weird choice. And also, can we just talk about John Saxon being upset about the meat? But like <laughs> this scene, he was like, "Wow." Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He draws the line. <laughs> That's a fucking eating beef. Uh, John, so John, there's this young girl that lives across the street and, uh, who starts seducing him. By being like, oh, I hurt my leg. And she like falls on the couch. And John starts like fucking massaging it. Yeah. John's, John's, he's not like all in at first. And she's like, it's like a slow build for her, but he takes a phone call and she's blowing his wife's hairdryer into his face while he's trying to talk. Like, regardless, if anybody was doing that to me and I was trying to get busy, it's asking to leave. Like this is not going to work. I'm not, <laughs> not putting any more effort into this. I'm trying to fucking talk and you're blowing that in my face. Kidding me? I'd be furious. I'd be furious. Uh, and it's his buddy Bukowski who just got out of a psychiatric ward. Yeah. Um, and Bukowski's the guy from the beginning of the film that was in the pit. Yes, he's one of the guys in the pit, and he's trying he's to get him. Saxon to go out. He's like, "Come on out! Like, I, we we got to catch up." Like. I'm free now. Like, let's do this. And <laughs> all while this girl's blowing a fucking hairdryer into the phone mouthpiece. And the guy, Bukowski's saying things like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's actually such a funny, like, directorial choice to, to put that into the film and have the guy acknowledge that she's being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what, you, make, what is but, happening? He's like, what is going on over there? <laughs> and Saxon's like, But not like, make oh. John... Yeah, not make John acknowledge that she's acting like a fucking idiot. <laughs> Everyone else knows it. Uh, and then Saxon originally is like, yeah, I'll come out. And then f- for whatever reason, the blow dryer thing works. And then he's like, suddenly like, I got to fucking go. I'm not coming. 
And uh, he fucking sucks off this it, team. Dude, B- Bukowski gives the uh, worst line read possibly of the film. He's just like, hey, Hopper, no, no, no. <laughs> gives him- <laughs> He's trying to prevent John from hanging up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Saxon uh, yeah. goes and down then- on this chick. Yeah, yeah. That also, that, and he bites that, her. That, that bites, <laughs> bites her right in the vag. That, wait, is that what happens though? <laughs> yeah. But so I read that in the synopsis, but I did not feel like. So so when he goes down, it you don't see her like genital area. Yeah, he goes down. You see his head go down. You do see her pubes. I know it's crazy. I was going to mention that. I was going to mention her pubes sticking out like that. The bush so big it's popping out of all sides of her underwear. (laughs) That's sick, dude. That's a sick move. (laughs) But so, anyways, it goes down and then it pans up to her face and she just gives like the most over exaggerated like woo, like something better, you know, something shocked her. And then later she goes to the car and she's like, "Hey, uh, I liked it when you bit me." Oh, okay. I missed that part. Okay. Well, I mean, that's still very vague, but uh, okay. That's fine. <laughs> also, a bite on the vagina, probably not something that feels great. Uh, dude, prob- I would imagine it feels terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would agree. A uh, lot of nerve endings in there, you know? Uh, old John Saxon taking a bite. Um, that's that's something. That's something. Uh Meanwhile, Bukowski's out and about. Uh, for I mean, the a moment, set change, the set changes this guy does <laughs> is incredible. Like, there's like four different things happening at four different places that are important, like to the movie. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Uh, so we go to Bukowski, who's in the city. Uh, we meet the first biker gang, um, who's sexually assaulting a woman, uh, two women. And uh, Bukowski, you, you think, is going to, like, come to save the day, sort of. He kind of does. But all he does is steal their baseball. And they're like, hey! And that stops the assault from happening. And Bukowski <laughs> just gives the ball back. <laughs> Fun fact for all the uh, film nerds like Paul out there. Uh, he is seeing From Hell to Victory, directed by fellow Italian Umberto Lenzi, who did Cannibal Frogs. Yeah. Uh, Which I want to pronounce Cannibal Faroe because it feels like that makes I more sense. But everyone Faroe. says Farox. So who said it was Farox? Like everybody, if you watch like a, uh, any video on it, that's how they pronounce it. Really? Yeah. Oh shit! I think I've it's always stupid. said Cannibal. What the fuck is Farox? <laughs> I don't know what Faroe is either, but it sounds it sounds better. Wait, can we get a can we get a can we get a reading on that? Farox. I mean, is Farox actually even a word? Of course not. <laughs> I, would, I would love to know what Lindsay was trying to say. What is cruel? Farox? The title derives from Latin, meaning cruel, wild, or ferocious. But how do you say it? <laughs> I think it is Farox. Yeah, it's Ferox. Well, that's ruining my day. (laughs) I hate it. Are we doing that this month? No. Didn't we already do it? Isn't that make them die slowly? can't be true. We did make them die slowly? I think so. (laughs) The show, man. (laughs) 
That would actually blow my mind. I feel I feel like I haven't seen it since high school. <laughs> I, I watched it. I would have sworn for the show. Um, but I mean it's possible. It was Cannibal not fries. Okay. Can you how do we do this? I used to have a good way to search them and now I don't. Uh I'm, all right, I'm gonna keep searching that. Bukowski uh so he disrupts that biker gang. He goes into the theater where uh, there's just some lady getting her t- titty sucked in the middle of the movie theater. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Which was wild. Uh, and as he's seeing this woman get her breasts sucked, uh, he just takes a giant bite out of her fucking neck. Yeah, he's I mean, <laughs> in the buildup to it. Like you could, this motherfucker was getting hungry. Like usually in a scene like that, you'd see somebody get, getting horny, but you could just tell this guy is it's like starving, chopping at the sm- bits, smacking his lips like a Looney Tune character. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we did. I don't think we did make that. We we did not. I, uh, Spotify says we did not. So. What's the other cannibal movie? Cannibal uh, Holocaust. I don't think we did that either. <laughs> Joe, we had to have. We talked about the fucking court case. Did we? Yes. What would it have I mean, been? It's not, it's, not com- it's not coming up. I know. I, I, think, I, think, I think we did like a uh, a top a top Halloween episode or something. For some reason, we chose Dude. Cannibal Holocaust. Because that's what everybody wants to watch at Halloween. <laughs> No, there's no fucking way. There's. I don't no think f- we did it. I don't think we did an episode on it. Somebody need. Could somebody please look this up and tell us Here, what I'm, the fuck uh, it is? Because I'm texting. I'm I'm putting feelers out right now. Okay, I I would love to find out because this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. I know we fucking. I know we talked about the court case. I don't. Yeah. Know. Yeah, I actually, I just because we was we were doing it in my living room at that time. I remember. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll we'll figure this out. We'll get back to it. It's not a part three. <laughs> also, again, uh, I used to name these shows fucking insanely. So, uh, <laughs> what is what is could be there possible? One- it's called like. <laughs> Can of fart apocalypse. <laughs> you, Sean, in our group chat with Paul, was like one of our listeners pointed out that I used to name these episodes like completely insane. And we, were, we went like kind of far back, we're like, oh, it's not that bad. But then we got to like t- 2015, and there were one, one was like 25 words long. It's like, why would, why would anybody name an episode? <laughs> The only one I could think of off the top of my head was popcorn, more like poop corn. <laughs> That's true. No, the one I can't think of it, but the one I was thinking of had like it was like this director naming a fucking movie. <laughs> it was. It was. It absolutely was. Wait, it's the Fourth of July, so finally, it's actually cut off the title. This <laughs> is so finally dot 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 un. Oh, Uncle Sam. Uh, that's not the one I'm thinking of, but that's a good. Rolls one. off the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> that's a fucking good. Wait, 
No, 297. Nothing. These are new ones, too. Nothing screams summer like John Carpenter something. It's cut off also. <laughs> has to be the thing. Yeah. Uh, what else? Okay. Anyway, this isn't what the show's talking about. Right now. <laughs> I just okay. Anyway, uh, here we go. Back to Cannibal, not Ferox. Uh, so Bukowski disrupts that. He goes to the theater, bites this woman. Theater goes pour out of the thing. Everyone's screaming, yelling. The screaming actually kill that son of a bitch. So everyone has identified that this guy just maybe killed a woman. Um, yeah. So now the rapist biker gang are the heroes. And they're like, hey, you fucking piece of shit. And they go after him. They chase him down. They run him into, and by the way, the stunts in this are so good. Italians just, yeah. I love them. They'll just crowbar whatever. This is not an action movie. And yet we have full on action stunts being performed at this point in the movie. And they're trying to do anything as a stunt. Because the biker gang's on bikes. They ride into this like indoor flea market. They chase him into this flea market where he hides out. Uh, but you see like cars driving and like doing donuts and one guy just running in between two shopping carts and just pushing them like out of the way. Like that was his big stunt. Like he's like, <laughs> like chasing him. Uh, but they, they chase him into this uh, flea market uh, where he's able to get a gun. And unleash some hell here. He kills a gang yeah. member and an innocent security guard as the cops show up. Got some big uh, Dawn of the Dead homage vibes there. Yeah. Yeah. And Bukowski's barricaded <laughs> himself in and is firing at the police and anyone by the windows. Yeah. So interesting. Again, interesting little choice here with the Vietnam vibes, the PTSD. Um Saxon, who is blows off his high school girlfriend, uh, decides to go valiantly save his friend Bukowski because he finds out that there's been a Vietnam vet that has barricaded himself in, and immediately he thinks of Bukowski. Yeah. Um, and also, they, I love that his name's Charlie Bukowski because you just know the Italians like <laughs> found found a, found a book by Charles Bukowski. It's like oh. The perfect American name. No one will ever pick up on this. <laughs> yeah. This deep cut. Also, I reached out to a couple of listeners who I know have listened to all of our episodes more than once, and they're all saying, I don't believe you did Cannibal Holocaust. Dude, I, that's insane. But then again, <laughs> is it because we kind of just sat around and talked for like two hours before the show. So it's possible we just fucking did an entire episode on it by ourselves laughing. And then we're like, Oh, okay. Let's record puppet master two now <laughs> being too tired to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Um, <clears throat> so Saxon goes over there to try and help his friend. Uh, and they do the usual Vietnam veteran talk from movies, you know, where one has PTSD and the other one's trying to talk him out of going nuts. 
Uh, and he does, he gets them to come out. Um, and they immediately arrest him and put him in an ambulance where he's just biting people, just willy nilly, just throwing those teeth around. Gets a baseball thrown at the back of his head. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, and the fallout starts between the young lady and John Saxon, the teen and John Saxon. She has a somewhat of a, a spidey Saxon sense. She's like in her kitchen and she's like, like, it does this like Italian zoom in on her face where it's like, and, uh, she turns and Saxon's just like getting wood behind her house. She can just feel them everywhere. Uh, (laughs) oh, oh, wait real quick before. So right before that scene, um, Bukowski was being taken away and he's biting people. Did you see that out of place news reporter? No, like, I, I don't even know. If, I don't even know if people would pick up that he was a news reporter because he like he has like a makeshift microphone and there's no cameraman around him like like a normal news reporter and he sticks it in the police officer's face and he goes, "Oh, you take care of that bite officer." And he like turns and looks <laughs> off camera. And he's like, "Back to you." <laughs> oh, I love it. I also but yeah, see. Um, oh, sorry. No, no, no. You go. I was, I was gonna say that it goes to that scene where she she does you said Spidey sense that's a perfect way to say it because she's just sitting in the room like whips her head around there's John which I thought he was gonna be like standing outside her window or approaching her for like more yeah sexual activities no he's just there he's literally like just deep in the backwoods uh, I know why Tarantino loves this dude because when it cuts to her she's painting her toes feet it's like zooming in on her fucking feet. You nailed it. <laughs> That's for sure it. Um So I was going to say something else. I forget what though. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh Bukowski's back in the psych ward. Uh he's in there for about 3 seconds before him and his buddy who was also the other guy in the POW camp. He's also in the psych ward. Um, They're both in there and he's in there for three seconds before they start. They make an instant plot to start eating people and they succeed. They just start fucking biting the shit out of people. Um, And we'll find out what goes on there. But back at home, Saxon's trying to get in front of this thing. (laughs) During that whole, during that whole uh, standoff, we're introduced to a character, Captain McCoy who I absolutely love that guy, that police officer, the hard, the hard oh, police officer that comes guy in rules <laughs> because he has every scene he comes in. He's just like, Holy fuck. And like, there's a scene where a cop turns like not to get ahead of us. And he, and he starts eating people. And, <laughs> and this guy shows up and murders, you know, shoots him and it just cuts to his face. And he just goes like, he looks at the camera and just goes cannibalism. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks, I, thanks for letting us know. <laughs> I had that note. And he's also basically the last line of the movie. And it's, is I forget what it is. We'll get to it. But it's something like, thank fucking God this is over. <laughs> <laughs> and it really yeah, dude, sounds he, like he, the movie. He's talking about the movie. Yeah, he's like, the, he's like the killer clowns from outer space guy. He's like, killer clowns from outer space. Holy shit. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> he fucking rules. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. I was going to say, I also love the dubs in this. The dubs are bizarre. Uh, most of them are fine, but some of them are insane. And there is one character, though, who is 
<laughs> I don't even know how to say this. He is just a tall, white, gangly-looking doctor, as you'd imagine, like you put in a lab coat later in a scene. He is dubbed over with, like, a voice from, like, an actor from a black exploitation film. Like, it's fucking wild. <laughs> it's, like, the most ill-fitting dub of all time. Like, you you actually do a double take when you're watching because you hear it and you're like, that's not him. <laughs> it is. It's him. <laughs> it's almost as if they didn't know who they were dubbing voices for. <laughs> well, I mean, they didn't. <laughs> they did, yeah. Tell you that much. <laughs> Just read these lines. We'll put them over somebody's mouth. Um, so Bukowski, uh, so Saxon's home. He's trying to get in front of this fucking teen situation. Uh, so he talks to his wife. He says he did invite her in, but don't worry. It's not what you think. I just wanted to bite her. <laughs> and his wife Which, is like, that's fine. <laughs> you did, arguably worse, right? Yes. Like, I feel like Tina would have a better time <laughs> grasping me being like, I invited her in to have sex with her. Instead of being like, I just wanted to taste her. <laughs> Rip a little chunk of her flesh. Out. And he's a speci- he's specifically like, you know how Bukowski was eating people? Mm, that's that's kind of what I wanted to do. And she's like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, she, she has God. a more visceral reaction, but it's not like. It's not what it should be. <laughs> correct. When somebody tells you. They're interested in eating the neighborhood child. <laughs> so we move on. Uh, she's she, She is upset by this, but she's just like, hey, I think you need to go to a doctor. Um, and she's able to do that after a weird tense altercation that they have where he's like, you seem like you're scared of me. She's like, no. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Then I'll go to the doctors with you. <laughs> and there so, are, like talking about chemistry in an Italian movie like this is you know, it's it's useless, right? Because there's not going to be <laughs> sure, any. But sure. John is a good actor, and yes. I, she's not great, and they do not work well with each other at all. No, no. I mean, I would, I would. Go as far as saying John's the only actor in this movie. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Quite honestly. I mean, you always give a pass to people that don't speak English. I feel like not you, just us in general. I was talking about this with someone. Because, like, you watch these foreign movies and they get a lot of praise and a lot of them deserve it. But also, like, how do we know the acting's good? (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like you could do the facial stuff. Like, that's definitely part of it. But like, how do you line delivery? Like, you really don't know unless it's tough. Yeah, you, you understand what they're saying, right? Anyway, there's a scene where the two of them are talking on a phone. It's right when Bukowski, uh, like the news breaks that he's he's holed up at the mall, and yeah. she calls. She's on the phone with him. And he's like. I know who that is. And she's like, are you okay? And he's like, I'm okay. And then she's like, are you okay? He's like, I said, I'm okay. And she says it like a third time. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. Um, so they go to this hospital where they're, they're running tests on this, what they describe as spreadable cannibalism. Um, we're now seeing other cases pop up. 
the cops that got her finger bit uh, turns into a cannibal and eats another cop. And that's where the the, the captain is like, <laughs> cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> what a thing to say. <laughs> Also, I could have just waited three three minutes. Well, <laughs> you know, I liked it where you put it, but I, I was a fan of it. Um, next up, we have uh, in the hospital. I don't know how this doctor gets bit, but she gets bit by someone. I don't know who. But she turns into a cannibal. And she ends up eating the lead doctor who thinks she's coming on to him, but she bites that motherfucker's tongue off and spits it on the ground. Great scene. Great scene. scene. Awesome scene. So happy. And this is when we learn cannibals help other cannibals. They just know. And they're just like, let's band together because she walks into the room and just sees them. Uh, She sees Bukowski and Tommy tied up you know, getting tested and she's like, Nope, we're out of here. And we basically develop a cannibal a team because John Saxon shows up. The three of them are like, let's go. And then John Saxon enters the room with a little bit of blood dripping from his mouth. (laughs) And they're like, Oh shit. And he's like, we got to fucking like, we're on the loose. This movie turns into such a bizarre story because you're like, okay, I'm no longer rooting for these people anymore, right? Like these are these are cannibals, <laughs> like cannibals on the loose, just having a good time, <laughs> acting crazy too. Dude, eighteen, I got a super cut like them rolling around together with the eighteen theme song. It, they hi even more like the eighteen. They hijack an ambulance. I know. <laughs> so they're in this giant van, just like A team style, just like rolling around, being like, <laughs> let's fucking tear this place up. <laughs> and they're about to engage in a, in a gang fight. Yeah, dude. A, a street brawl. Yeah, they, it's insane. Uh, but before they do that, they go to a gas station where they kill a mechanic and we watch them chop this fucking guy up with this like electric saw to to eat it's fucking gross it's so fucking gross i hated it so much blood everywhere um they end up stealing another car there and they take off and that's when they get spotted by the biker gang from earlier uh who immediately just throw a Molotov cocktail into the thing and are like we want the guy in the back uh, and all the cannibals are like, well, if you want him, you got all of us. And we have a full fledged gang war. Yes. And who are Pretty we rooting awesome. for? Who the fuck are we rooting for? <laughs> we, we're rooting for cannibals, I think, but that's insane we are. too. <laughs> yeah, <we are. laughs> um, and the cannibals defeat these guys pretty handedly, um, they do, they do a pretty good job at defeating them. Uh, they poke one guy's eyes out, rip out another guy's neck. Um, they they smash one guy's face into a windshield, just smearing like oh, it's fucking wild. Uh, did Rambo rip this off? Did this come when out before Rambo? Rambo? When did the first blood come out? Jeff Paul is yeah, 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 his fucking out, mind. Came out 1982. Oh, 
Vietnam vet, an anti-hero, go to war, ha- hiding out in sewers. I don't know if Rambo was in sewers. He's in the woods. But, you know, I, same, same thing. <laughs> Rambo for sure was not in the sewers. <laughs> <laughs> but what, but if he was, it would be like this. Sly Stallone covered in shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I would, I would think, listen, I wouldn't put them past it. It's the eighties back then. People were like, no one's going to know cannibal apocalypse. We can just fucking revamp this and Uh, make it viewable to people with, you know, it was a good theory. It's based on a book from 1972. What Rambo? There's no Rambo is. Yeah. First blood. 1972. Paul's probably losing it, pulling his hair out right now. Paul, fucking, fucking, fucking relax. There's no way, there's no way the book was as like graphic as the movie was. And I'm basing that off of nothing. (laughs) I just want to be correct in this theory that Rambo ripped off. I actually, now that you say that, I think I remember reading about the book and I think the book is more of like an examination of like PTSD and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Those movies are, was, remember when Rambo like had like a resurgence and he made like two or three new movies? Yeah, I saw it in theaters. It's so, fucking awesome. So did I. That was fucking sick as fuck. <laughs> Wait, Dude, he did takes you see on, like, both of them though? All of, no, I know. I saw uh, the fourth one um, that came out like 2008 and he takes on like the, the entire country of Myanmar. <laughs> Dude, that, I was going to ask what country it was because I couldn't remember. Oh yeah, that was the one named Rambo again. Oh wait, not again. Sorry. Don't come after me. I love that it was First Blood, then Rambo First Blood Part Two. (laughs) 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 Fucking title. (laughs) Who directed that? (laughs) Gotta be some fucking Italian. Then Rambo Three. Then Rambo. Side John Rambo. No, it's just called Rambo. Oh, it's not called John Rambo. No. Um, that's dumb. Sly Stallone fucking directed it. He direct he directed the two thousand eight. Oh no shit! The <laughs> fucking hero. What a fucking hero! Uh, and then there was Last Blood, which I, I didn't see that one. I have not seen that yet either. Um, I think this one gets a little weird because I. Th- I think he attacks Mexico. <laughs> that, that's that's the one that gets weird. There's fucking four sequels to to a guy that just had a you know, mental health crisis in a small town. <laughs> He's going to other countries, <laughs> taking on small armies. That is fucking crazy. I I I remember I rewatched First Blood a few years ago. It's probably on the letterbox. Like, that really is, like, an examination of, like, PTSD yeah. and stuff. Like, it's actually, like, yeah. heartbreaking to watch. Like, it's fucked up. Um, and the way he's treated when he comes back treated as a Vietnam so shit. Yeah, exactly. And stuff. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I don't know what happened, but America was like, this guy fucking rocks. <laughs> <laughs> to a point where studios were just like, okay, I guess we'll just make him, like, a guy now that just blows up countries. <laughs> Uh, what is the the post? Okay, that can't be the the real poster, the, the original poster for First Blood, because like you said, it's just an examination. But I think they redid it. 
I to have him right. holding like the the bullet belt in the enormous assault blood poster. I I think that there was oh oh wait 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 no no that is that that's crazy. Is it? That's the original one. I'm I'm actually kind of surprised, dude. Rambo two though is well, he's holding a rocket launcher. That's 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 the one that fucking rocks. <laughs> I remember that one so well. <laughs> That's fucking nuts. Dude, with a, a backdrop of, of an explosion, it's all fly. It's so badass. And a little version of him next to the name Rambo with a bow and arrow with the explosives on it. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> a little Rambo on his knee. <laughs> the Rambo 3 one kind of sucks. That must have come out after Rocky 4, right? Because he, uh, he fought the the Russians and he climbed the mountain. Because then it's just him standing in front of a a mountain with a helicopter. Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> this one two mentions Rocky f- four for some reason. Uh, wait, where's where's I can't find oh three. Let me look at three. Oh, I People actually remember this cover. This sucks. This looks like the. This looks like you could just you could just call that cliffhanger and. <laughs> Uh, no, dude, that is cliffhanger. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Still, uh, R- Rambo goes to the fucking Alps. What? Where? Where does he go? <laughs> he I go? thought it was Russia. <laughs> where does he go? In this? Uh, he goes to. Uh, he's all over the place. Pakistan. Why are we not doing Stallone serial killer? Like, is to, to get to the bottom of is Stallone. A good actor. Is Stallone a good actor? I, th- I mean, the answer is, yeah, yes. <laughs> I mean, the answer is no. Okay. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. We gotta, we gotta do the, we gotta do the homework. The film depicts fictional events during the Soviet Afghan War. But why is John Rambo there? Dude, this is, this is, this is what's my nuts. question. <laughs> <laughs> this is what's fucking crazy about this. I don't know. I don't know. So he goes, he, that's, he's involved in an actual war. He's like settling a war for, as an American, settling a war between two countries. He has no affiliation with. And then two is in, two is in Thailand. Which doesn't seem like it should be a country that's assaulted by Rambo. But, you know, alas. This is what we do. Oh no, it's still the Vietnamese. Oh, well, yeah, right. It's not still the Vietnamese. It's he goes back. Oh. That seems <laughs> insane. That seems crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually nuts. Cause I was like, I was like, oh yeah, he goes back. And then I'm like, oh wait, no, we never saw that. That was <laughs> Not a part of this move, the first movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. All right. Anyway, Stallone month coming to you soon. I think we should start doing some movies for Patreon. I think maybe we just do like one extra. We just fuck around and watch them. Cause I, I did like what we did this week and I was just following your lead. I just, every time you mentioned a movie, I was like, I'll watch it now. Awesome. Yeah, we should do it. Um, yeah. Join Patreon, and we'll get to the bottom of Stallone. Stallone being a good actor. (laughs) He's an R. The burning question. (laughs) 
<laughs> a movie about arm wrestling and a movie about hanging from cliffs. <laughs> I mean, quite honestly, like, listen, I like Rocky. I like Rocky movies for sure. the most part. Yeah. The fucking concept is fucking ridiculous. Okay. I mean, now I really want to do it because I could talk about Rocky for days because first of all, he, he fucking sucks as a fighter. Rocky absorbs every punch with his face. It's, it, any boxer would just die if they, if they had that approach. And he doesn't even win in the first one, which uh, is the point, right? Right. I mean, right. I, I know that's the point, but like he's held as like the ultimate underdog, which he should be because he's not a professional boxer and he has zero technique and then he loses. So the whole lesson like, learned, the fact that, <laughs> the, fa- the fact that there's four sequels immediately after that is crazy. And everyone should have been fired. That was part of the state athletic commission for allowing that. Dude, allowing that. Could you imagine <laughs> that guy just an amateur just getting pummeled to death in the ring? <laughs> <laughs> That's just so crazy. <laughs> but like, yeah, the the first one is a good standalone movie. Like you're saying, there's some flaws there. Making sequels to Rocky is fucking nuts. And I love the sequels. I do. I, I love the sequels. Yeah. But in on paper, it's crazy. It's fucking nuts. Just, just this fucking idiot just getting his face punched. <laughs> Squeaking out victories. <laughs> What do you think of the new Rockies and the the uh, what's the new, the other one? Um, the Creed movies. Creed. Dude, people that hate our tangents are going to be so fucking mad at this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't talked about Cannibal Apocalypse in like forty minutes. Uh, but I, I I thought the first Creed was great. I did not see the newest one, and I thought the second one was like pretty forgettable. The newest one's also in line with that. When Rocky Balboa came out in what 2007, 2006, yes. I was all for it. And then I realized the person he was he was f- fighting was called Mason Dixon and his nickname was The Line. I hated everything about that. It pissed me off so bad. <laughs> That's so fucking fun. That was his name, right? Because I remember being livid. Mason Dixon. Rocky. Oh, that's rich. Fuck it. Anyway, Cannibal Apocalypse. Okay, Cannibal Apocalypse. So they go to this gas station. They eat the gas station attendant. They steal a car. Gets lit on fire by this biker gang. They have a big old fight. Uh, They retreat to the sewers where the cops are already onto them. And the cops are like, we're going to block this off and there's no escape. And we're going to send our guys down. They're done. This is over. So the cops do that. First one down is our female lead here, Dr. Cannibal. She goes down first, um, leaving just our crew of veterans to go. And she gets, she just gets fucking blown away. Um, and our vets are on the loose. Cops are still in pursuit, just for some reason, blowing out the, the sewers with flamethrowers. Just cops with flamethrowers is a scary <laughs> thing to think about. I mean, uh, anyone with do flamethrowers in general flamethrowers in general but like in the arms of like the untrained is what i'm trying to get at is fucking insane yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh and then bukowski gets shot bukowski's next he goes down next <clears throat> they they shoot him with so many bullets that he has a 
What would you describe that even as? What is sir, a plate-sized hole in his stomach <laughs> that you can see through? And they make sure to zoom in to it so you can see, like, the guy on the other side still shooting him. That's how many bolts they put through him. He's fucking <laughs> got a giant circle missing in his stomach. Uh, and I love that. Also, Saxon does get clipped, mm-hmm. which you will need to know. So, But he is still on the move. Uh, next up is Tommy. He gets got next. He gets the old flamethrower. <laughs> they just fucking roast. I've never seen a human being more on fire in my life. <laughs> it's thankfully a like mannequin, so that's good news. Uh, but yeah, no, that was uh, they, that guy's dead. That guy's dead. They <laughs> roast him. Saxon though is able to get up to the streets. Uh, he gets, well, he gets up to the streets. That's all we know. While that's happening, his wife gets home. She was out um, trying to call the doctor for help, the doctor that she's being seduced by, because um, her phone was out at the house. So she went to the neighbor's house, and the neighbors were acting, the kids were acting weird. And you Real think weird. it's because the girl is into John. So there's some weird energy there. Um, but she comes home. Here's some noises upstairs, and it's Saxon. And he is in full military gear. Just head to toe, got the green beret on and everything. He's got a loaded gun, and he's telling her to stay away. They This spills into the garage area, uh, and that's when the doctor enters that she had called for help, Um she runs into his arms being like, oh, God, like, he's a fucking cannibal. Uh, turns out the old fucking doctor is a cannibal also and bites Jane. Poor Jane yes. gets bit. Uh, with John Saxon's dying, he's dying, he's bleeding out from the gunshot wound in the sewer. He shoots the doctor, <laughs> kills him. Uh, and that's, that's that she collapses next to John who, uh, he's on his way out anyway. He's, he's about to die. And she's, she puts she takes his gun with like, takes his hand, I should say with the gun in it and puts it to her head. And it's so like, bleak. Dude. <laughs> it's like the bleakest shit in the world. This is like what I'm saying. Like this, you go from a team to this, like this is fucking <laughs> crazy. Like this is fucking nuts. <laughs> um, the cops show up, and you hear pow pow inside the house. She's done, and presumably yep. John Saxon is also dead. And then that's when fucking Captain uh, <laughs> Captain McCoy shows up and says, "Tell him this fucking nightmare is over." <laughs> <laughs> oh oh he had another line sean when when like the gang and the a-team are, are fighting and you know the cops get wind of like a gang war he shows up and he's just like what does he say ashes to ashes and shit to shit <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck does that mean <laughs> I wonder if he was just like convincing the Italian directors, like, trust me, Americans will love this. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, okay. Makes they sense. say this all the time. <laughs> they're called one-liners. You just say something really cool into the camera. 
You know what? He's not wrong. He's not. He exactly. nailed it. He we fucking, fucking ate it, it up. We we think it's the best part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the nightmare is not over. Next door, we see the kids watching this scene unfold. And the, the, the little boy says, will they look for Aunt Tina? And then we see a zoom in of their refrigerator behind them. And Aunt Tina's hand is in the fridge, baby. Yes. And that is because Honestly. John Saxon bit a teenager's vagina. Yeah. <laughs> All because John <laughs> put that on a shirt. <laughs> we'll get suits of it. All because John Saxon bit a teenager's vagina. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Maybe for our live shows, we should make a special edition shirt. I saw the horror show, and all I got was bit in the vagina by John Sex. This <laughs> is a statement to sue us so fast. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the end of Cannibal Apocalypse. I recommend it. I do. Yeah, I, I think I would too. I think I would also. I think I would also do that. Um, next week we have the Hills Have Eyes, the remake. Uh, that'll be fun. Uh, uh, I always, I love that we plan shit on the show. I got to talk to you and Paul and make sure we're good for doing the 18th. Oh yeah. Together. Cause we want Paul to be there. So yes. we got to figure that out. Um, Darcy, the male Paul. What's that? Darcy, dude, dude, dude. <laughs> Wait, did we, is that a bit on the show already? No, I said it to you. You're like, that has to be. Oh, okay, okay. Just steal Joe Bob's whole thing. <laughs> Call him that. You can actually edit it out so we can drop it on him. <laughs> okay, okay. I will, I will, I will. <laughs> Do not changing her first name. <laughs> Darcy the male boy. <laughs> Dude, just stuff, his, stuff a bra for him. You <laughs> would not wear that. You'd be very mad. Yeah. <laughs> Old Paul might. Old Paul might. I don't know what we're going to Old Paul get. definitely would. I, you know, guys, also, I don't know what we're going to get with Paul in these reads. I don't think you're going to get as an, as an enthusiastic of a read from Paul as we did in oh, the years past. Point. Yeah. I, I don't. He really put his all into, like, doing the female roles. Like, he, <laughs> he went in. They were amazing. I listened to it. I re-listened to it. And I cry laughing still. That's probably our everyone's favorite show. I think. I think everyone's favorite episode. Everyone, most of the comments we get are that this is the, their favorite. So we are doing the Exorcist fan fiction with Rob Zombie. Mm. So send us in your scripts. It could just be a scene, just anything. It could be small, preferably small. Actually, preferably let's, small. let's, yeah. let's, let's, I think some of the ones in the first one were like pretty fucking long, but also if you send those over, I won't, I won't have a problem with that. And, no, yeah. Do what you want, but like, yeah. it would work better if we had like smaller. Yeah. So like, don't think if you wrote a small one that it's like not good, like send us, if it's just a quick scene, that's fine too. Send us whatever you got. Uh, Sean at I hate horror.com. Uh, we'll promote it on the IG too in the, in the weeks to come. Uh, but send us over your script. Rob zombie does the exorcist, which I do think is a fucking genius idea that Joe spawned on that episode. Thinking about 
Rob Zombie's remake and whether it would be better than David Gordon Green's, which it would. It 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 would. And we're going to talk about Rob Zombie's Halloween on Patreon. And uh, dude, if he should have. People he need to get him on it. the phone. He deserves it. He deserves it. it. He I agree. deserves it. The tides have turned on Rob Zombie's Halloween. To, to an extent. To an extent. Okay. 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 Thank you. <laughs> to temper your expectations if you're a fan. Uh, so we got Hills Have Eyes. Um, and then we're going to do the live show with House of a Thousand Corpses. And we're going to read some of those scripts. Uh, and that's up for Patreon only, obviously. Patreon.com slash I Hate Horror. Uh, and then we got Chud at the end of the month. Um, and then we got we got a bunch of stuff. We got December. We got some movies that I, I've got. I don't know whether I like them or not. So we might s- juggle them around. They were winter themed, but I don't know how good they're going to be. Um, okay. January, we have Serial Killer. So if you have any ideas, of course, send us a message over at Instagram at I Hate Horror Show. Uh, send us there or Sean at I Hate Horror. Send us some ideas for Serial Killer if you want. So wait, what have we done for Serial Killer? We've done... Um, what was the last one? It was... We did uh, Hellraiser. Okay, so we did a franchise. Prior to that was George Romero. George Romero, yeah. Um, oh, so we did franchise director. Okay. All right. So maybe a director this time, maybe Sly Stallone. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Who can say? Uh, but anyway, do, send us uh, some ideas. Antonio Margariti. Antonio Mar- 8,000 films in four weeks. <laughs> uh, send us your ideas, though. What, what, what would make a good serial killer? I'd love to hear what you guys have to say there. Um, and then February is our new uh, our new franchise, uh, the found footage in February, which I'm excited about. And I do know we're going to be doing Hell House LLC as one of them. Nice. So uh, that is like probably the most requested movie. Wow. Okay. Maybe in like of all time. Because I do think people are right. I think it like blends the line. It, like the horror show can do a lot with it. And it's also like a decent fucking movie. I like it. Yeah. So we'll, that's definitely going to be one of them. Um, so we got a lot of fun stuff going on. And to 2024, we were starting to look into the live shows. So prepare yourselves. Yes. We're looking at LA. Reaching out. LA, Chicago, Chicago, Texas, Peck, Norway, and Texas. What the fuck was the other one? Peck, Norway, the Pacific Northwest. Oh, oh, oh. okay. The, no, dude, a lot of people. The problem is, it's one of those areas where I think it's like spread out. So I don't yeah. know what the most central location is for them. Cause it's like Salem or like it's Portland and Seattle. Right. And it's like, well, you want to like kind of do it in between. I don't know what the fuck that is. So, or, or whatever the easiest one to get to is. So I don't even know how far those reach out are. If we have, yeah. Someone reach out if you got any suggestions at yeah. the pack, pack North. Yeah. So those are kind of our, our, our stomping ground. You know what I was really excited about? So what we're doing now, I don't know why we'd never thought of this before. I shouldn't say we, it's me. I don't know why I never thought about this before. I just randomly picked, picked arbitrary cities to go to. Uh, it just turns out Chicago is our number one city period. That's true. 
the Chicago's like a hometown event for us. Yeah, I love it. But like truly based on listenership, it's number one. It's like the number one, which is a coincidence, but that's why that show was like so fucking great. Uh, Florida's nowhere to be seen on that map. So, <laughs> hey, that track. We, we did good then. We, no, that makes we, me. We did really good. That makes me very happy, right? That that. So it shows you the what the vibes are going to be in other cities because these are all like top tier uh, listenerships. Okay, and this is just by city. So even surrounding, you're getting a lot more people. So it'll be a good time. It'll be a good time. I think those three or four locations will be huge. Uh, definitely LA for sure. 100,000% is happening. So I mean, we should, we should do a uh, Connecticut show. Just, just throwing that out there. Well, no, what are the downloads <laughs> of Connecticut? Probably people from around here don't listen. <laughs> they just pretend, Massachusetts. they pretend to not listen to us. That, that is very true. Do Massachusetts, Massachusetts would, uh, would show, show up. out. Show up. Yeah. All right, we'll do a whole that, dude, that sale, dude, we, we did a Salem show. It, that's, that's actually awesome. true. That's actually true. That's actually true. And we have a venue for Connecticut, too. We actually have a few venues for Connecticut. Um, so, yeah, that would make sense. But <laughs> but instead we'll travel to California. <laughs> I want a fucking vacation out of the fucking... No, no, no. I'm with you. It's way cooler. <laughs> I want to go eat places. I want to go there, find their finest local cuisine, and then not eat it. <laughs> Say we're going to eat it for two days and then be like, oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so we ate it. I just determined I didn't like it yeah, before I ate it. That's true. <laughs> before you before you ate it. <laughs> that was the best. Being like, I don't think I want that. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> uh so it'll be a good time. We got a big 2024 coming up. Uh, 2023 was awesome. Yes. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm excited for this next year. Um, all right. And that's it, guys. So uh, patreon.com slash I hate horror. I hate horror.com. Uh, Instagram at I hate horror. And facebook.com slash I hate horror, uh, which we don't really use. But I, I do notice people are using it and like messaging us. So Sorry it's just a place to like follow our information. Cause it like automatically posts our Instagram. Story. Yeah. So if you, if some people are on Facebook, but not Instagram, so that's kind of what it's there for. It's, I do not check it. And I don't think Joe does really either. So we no, like, we I, like I felt just bad. I noticed this, this yeah. week. <laughs> I was, yeah. I was gonna say, I like, I logged into Facebook cause I only, I like do the Instagram and I noticed like this, not, not even just one person, like a couple people were like sending us messages, like, for over months like hoping yeah. for a response back i'm like holy shit like yeah message me on instagram yes yeah yeah that's that's the best place to find us so and do that uh joe where can they find you instagram boognish 1985 and that is a wrap baby uh thank you to joe thank you to all the listeners and for joe this is sean stay weird thank you Adios. I got my dice, 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 I got my d